You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. You know when you're watching a YouTube video and you see and you look through the comments and you kind of go, oh yeah, there's a question there that's like, you know, whatever it is happened like a year ago at CHOP. People ask me fairly often, what happened to the guns that were stolen from the police officer's car? This is a podcast that's going to cover some of that. It'll kind of give you an update of what's going on and basically who's going to jail for crimes that happened during the protests, the peaceful protests that ended up with people going to jail and prison and yeah, stuff just going on. One of the main ones, I mean, one of the main questions I get is the, the rifles that were stolen from the Seattle police officer's car. What happened to those? We're going to, that's what we're going to talk about today. That's what we're covering. Cause in, uh, my main, my main topic here is judge sentences man to prison for setting Seattle police car on fire during the May 2020 riots and also stealing a, an AR 15 from another police officer's car. That's what we're doing. All right. So this is just kind of follow up to stories that have happened. And then we've got sentencing, uh, another couple of articles of sentencing, got a Portland guy sentenced to five years, but don't worry about that for right now. We'll get to that. If you're new here, my name is Sean Reynolds. I own a couple of real estate companies and I read the news. I read the news that you want to hear. All right, let's jump on in. So we've got the judge sentencing the man, um, Let's find out what that's all about. A judge sentenced 25-year-old Tyree Wayne Means Jr. to five years in federal prison for helping set a Seattle police cruiser on fire and stealing an AR-15 rifle from another police car during the May 2020 riots in Seattle. Those were the main George Floyd riots, right? At the sentencing hearing, U.S. District Judge Richard A. Jones told Tyree Wayne Means Jr., your conduct was reckless, destructive, and extremely dangerous to those who were there for peaceful protest. All right, so the judge is kind of calling it out. Hey, there was some peaceful protesting, and you were not it. Means was captured on video on May 30th, lighting a paper towel and putting it in the backseat of a patrol, while others in the crowd poured accelerants on the flames, eventually setting the car ablaze, according to the Department of Justice. Means then reached into the rear window of another patrol car and pulled out a rifle bag, prosecutors said. He looked inside and then ran from the area. A subsequent surveillance video on Pine Street around the corner from where the rifle was stolen shows Means, shows Means Jr. in a fight with another man. This guy is busy. We've got lighting a car, a police car on fire, stealing some guns in a bag, getting in a fight. I mean, this guy, this guy is multi-skilled, right? While Means Jr. and the man are throwing punches, an unidentified man picks up the rifle bag and ultimately walks away. Just another dude. Oh, hey, here's, here's a bag. Those guys are in a scrum over there. All right, I'm just going to take this bag and go. What could go wrong here? Later that day, the rifle was anonymously returned to the Seattle Police West Precinct. You think somebody got that home and then they looked at it and they went, ah, oh, this is police issue. We don't want that. Let's give that one back. So then they're like, then they, you know, t took it anonymously and somebody's got an AR-15 on them and they walk into the police station and they just nonchalantly put it down and here you go. Here's your AR-15 back. 
how that happened. I mean, like the the actual mechanics of that. How did they just drop that off? Ah, don't mind me. I've got a rifle with me. I'm I'm just gonna leave it over here in the corner. Hope somebody in blue picks it up. How's that work? I don't know. Looking at a photo of the guy that we're talking about here, he is wearing an Adidas tracksuit that is red with an enormous Adidas or Adidas, if you're German, uh, symbol on the front. I mean, you could, and he's got a red hat on as well. I mean, this guy couldn't stick out more. You remember that guy in the red Adidas tracksuit? Yep, that's the guy. That's all you would have to say. Everybody else is dressed in black. This guy is in literally red sweatpants, red shoes, red hat. He is wearing a mask. So I'm going to give him credit for the mask. But the whole rest of his outfit, he did not think through his outfit at the beginning of his day of criming, did he? No, he just not. He's not. He's not being a responsible criminal. You got to have you got to be able to go under the radar. And that's 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 why Antifa wears all black, right? It's hard to identify. What was he wearing? All black. What was he wearing? An Adidas tracksuit with a massive emblem on the front. You know, what? How hard is that to figure out? Apparently pretty difficult. So um, he was also shown live on a Q13 news uh, feed, smashing out a window to a downtown store and then looting it. Means Jr. was identified as the subject in the video by his distinctive clothing, jewelry, tattoos, an association with a female who also had distinctive tattoos and a significant social media presence. Means I've, I tried to find out who that was. I don't know who that was, but I would love to know. I'm wondering how her social, uh, significant social media presence is doing now. It's hard to say, right? Means Jr. was arrested in Bremerton, Washington, where he was meeting with his Washington State Department of Corrections probation officer. Oh, this guy, this guy's got some stuff going on in his life. He needs to take a chill pill for about five years in a Washington State prison. That's what's happening. Means Jr. is prohibited from possessing firearms due to two felony convictions in the state of Georgia. He is a multi-state criminal. Uh, So we got two felony convictions in the state of Georgia, some serious injury by vehicle and obstructing law enforcement by use of threats or violence. Yeah, he's got a wide band of criminal activity, doesn't he? In Washington, Means Jr. has a felony conviction for domestic violence that includes a no-contact order that also or also prohibits him from possessing firearms. So what was he thinking when he grabbed the bag out of the back of the car? Don't know. What was he thinking when he dressed himself that morning as well? Don't know. Your conduct was reckless, destructive, and extremely dangerous to those who were there for the peaceful protests, said Judge Jones. Acting U.S. Attorney Gorman said the right to peaceful protest is one of the clearest and most important rights that we enjoy in the United States. And unfortunately, that is not what typically happened after the whole George Floyd thing. Not peaceful protesting. Stuff like this. That's kind of what, what went down. Means is one of a smaller group who chose to abuse the cover of lawful protests to carry out acts of violence. Isn't it interesting that they're identifying that it's smaller group versus the bigger group? The bigger group was there just peaceful, peacefully protesting. Um, and there was some of that, but the vast majority of protests that I've seen that I've watched that, you know, took on this nature, they were pretty violent or they ended up violently. Um, 
yeah, that's that's just what I saw when I was there physically. I wasn't just watching the news. I was there taking video, and uh, they they weren't quite they weren't peaceful. Some of them obviously were. Vast majority were not, because that is how you create two billion dollars plus worth of damage to commercial buildings throughout the United States. Two billion with a B. That is not a tiny amount of violence. That's a lot. All right. So we're going to dive a little bit further. This is an article uh, that kind of goes that gets into some of the stuff that he that this guy was uh, he was he was indicted for. All right, so let's cut down to um, Tyree Wayne Means Jr. 25 is facing four counts in the U.S. District Court related to damaging the police car and taking the rifle, but he's also awaiting trial next month in Kitsap County Superior Court for a 2018 charge of residential burglary related to a prior felony domestic violence conviction. This is just a bad guy. He's not. He's not a good guy. He needs to, oh, and he's got a tattoo on his face. He's got a tattoo on his cheek. So not only did he have a tracksuit emblazoned with Adidas on the front that was red along with a red hat and red shoes, he had a tattoo on his face. Mm. Wear a Band-Aid next time. And then they'd be looking for somebody with a Band-Aid on their face. That would be better. You just kind of see how ridiculous this is, right? I mean, it's just absolutely, it's just nuts. Um, Though federal prosecutors allege Means stole the rifle a short time later, it was forcibly taken from him by others in the crowd and anonymously surrendered later that day in a Seattle police station. In all, Seattle, uh, four Seattle uh, police vehicles were destroyed by fire that day. U.S. Attorney's Office announced Thursday that Means he was arrested. Uh, the charges he is, uh, we read about the charges. Let me get down to the good stuff. So less than a month later, after a bunch of other charges, so some domestic violence stuff means was at a protest when it turned destructive. Investigators built their case against means identified in documents as suspect 10 using video and photographs from the scene, including footage taken by police journalists, surveillance cameras on buildings, social media posts, and from people attending the protest. In the footage, investigators noted a man wearing a medical mask, a red tracksuit, and gold jewelry using a flaming paper towel to start a fire in a heavily damaged police car parked near the corner of Fifth Avenue and Pine Street. So this was downtown. This was during that huge surge of initial uh, violent riots. That's what they were, and that's what we're calling them. Officers showed those images and others to Means Community Corrections officers who identified the man as Means and further compared those images to amateur rap videos on YouTube featuring Means according to court documents. What 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 are what are we thinking here? You got to leave a smaller social media footprint if you're going to be out criming because otherwise they're going to turn the YouTube against you. They're going to turn the red tracksuit against you, the facial tattoo, the hat, the shoes. Just There's just too many giveaways here, right? 
This is kind of what we're working with. Next section is taking a police officer, a, a police rifle. Three officers brought pissed rifles to the protest and left them in a car. Two secured theirs and locked rifle drawer in the vehicle uh, parked on Sixth Avenue between Olive Way and Pine Street, downtown Seattle. However, another officer did not secure her rifle. There was not room for Officer Kendall Holt's rifle, so she placed her rifle in its rifle bag in the trunk cargo area of the vehicle, an investigator wrote in court documents. Using footage from the scene, the suspect identified his means is shown taking the rifle from the car and trying to run away. Once the person in the red tracksuit tried to flee with the gun, however, a scrum ensued with others trying to take the gun away from him. After a fight, the rifle, still in a bag, fell to the ground. As others broke up the fight, an unknown person recovered the rifle and walked away. Suspect 10, whose clothes were in disarray after the fight, put his sweatshirt back on and ran in the direction in which the unknown male in the blue jacket had left with the rifle bag, an investigator wrote. The rifle was turned into the West Precinct that day by an anonymous subject. Would you like to remain anonymous? Yes, I would. All right. So, um, and he's got a bunch of, uh, he's got a laundry list of other charges. This guy will do some time. Um, but yeah, so there's that, right? There's that. Let's check out this one. Portland man sentenced to five years for setting fire during protests. We're we're getting a pattern here. Five years for the worst of the crimes. The things that annoy me are the lower level, um, criminal activities that have been going on for literally a year plus. And it's all those little criminal activities, those little small crimes that were all just, oh, we're going to let that one go. All right, you burned up a a police car, you stole a police uh, rifle. All right, you're going to get some time. All these other criminals, and I do say criminals because they are not peaceful protesters. When you bash windows and break into businesses, that makes you a criminal. And that's what we're calling them. All these other criminals who did all this other stuff. Portland and Seattle. Ah, it's okay. You guys can go. Don't worry about that. So much of that. So I am, you know, I'm literally just reading the very worst of the worst activities that happened. Those are the only folks that it kind of feels like are really getting getting some prison time. And what I've said from the get go is give these guys some real time so that their cohorts are like, uh, yeah, maybe that's maybe today I'm not going to do my criming. I'm going to, you know, smoke some weed and stay at home. I mean, that, that is an option, right? Instead of out bashing windows, maybe you play some Xbox, you know, fire up that doobie and uh, stay at home. Cause yeah, my, my buddy, whatever his name is here, just got sentenced to five years. I don't really want that to happen. We're seeing some of that. We're seeing a fair number of these uh, guys finally getting their due. And it seems to have quelled the said peaceful protesters slash violent writers activities a little bit. We're not seeing so much, right? Are they being taken off the streets? Kind of feels that way. A Portland man has been sentenced to five years in prison after pleading guilty to first-degree arson for starting a dumpster fire near the city's North Precinct during a protest nearly a year ago. Authorities say Gavin Streeter Hillerich, 23, 
was recorded intentionally setting fire to a large dumpster near the exterior of the police precinct on June 26, 2020. So just exactly a year ago, right? The dumpster was pushed up against plywood on the windows, which had been installed to protect windows and prevent break-ins, according to the Multnomah County District Attorney's Office. The Oregon, the Oregonian Live reports the sentencing Monday comes two weeks after the district attorney brought new felony charges against 10 people for property damage in connection with civil unrest in the past year. Okay, so these guys are these guys are facing some time. How many of them is it? It's a tiny, tiny fraction of those who committed the crimes on an ongoing basis. And literally, we're just kind of going after the the worst of the worst here. All right. So this guy who got five years, got 60 months in prison resulted through a global resolution of three Multnomah County pending cases. First one arson in the first degree, which he pled guilty to unlawful use of a weapon, guilty plea, coercion and assault in the fourth degree, two counts of that guilty plea. The sentence imposed by the judge considers all the criminal conduct and not just exclusively the arson case. So this guy got, he got uh, sentenced on, you know, a handful of charges. The case was investigated by Portland Police Bureau and prosecuted by Multnomah County Deputy District Attorney Sean Overstreet. All right. So guy in Portland gets five years. Seattle guy is going to do some time. Let's read about the Alaska man sentenced to 20 months in prison for arson conspiracy for August 2020 fire at Seattle Police Pre- Seattle Police East Precinct. All right. So this comes after CHOP and after the Cal Anderson Park was cleared out. And yet we still had kind of the remnants of all right, um, we're, we're, we're still hammering on the police precinct. And, and until just recently, the East Precinct looked kind of like a prison. It had concrete barrier up. People were all worked up about the fact that they couldn't walk on the sidewalk. Because if you can't do 150 feet around a sidewalk, oh man, what are we going to do? Walk across the street and keep going. That's kind of what you do when there's no sidewalk. Um, but that's a whole nother thing. People get really worked up in Capitol Hill. I can't walk on the sidewalk. This is, this is unacceptable. It's a police precinct and people have been trying to burn it down for over a year. So they're going to have some fences up. They're going to have some, you know, cyclone fencing up as well. Some barbed wire, I think at one point in time, it did look like a prison because it needed to be secured like a prison from knuckleheads like this, who just got 20 months, right? So a 20-year-old Alaska man was sentenced today in U.S. District Court in Seattle to 20 months in prison for conspiracy to commit arson in connection with the fire he set Monday, August 24th, 2020, at the Seattle Police Department's East Precinct. And this was announced by Acting U.S. Attorney Tessa M. Gorman. Desmond David Pitts was arrested shortly after the fire at the sentencing hearing. U.S. District Judge John C. Kohenauer noted the serious danger the fire posed to Seattle police officers who could have been trapped inside the building. A handful of people bent on destruction. Here we go. We're minimizing. A handful of people bent on destruction by committing arson and threatening the safety of our community also drowned out the important message of those who peacefully protest injustice. 
said U.S. Uh, acting U.S. Attorney Tess M. Gordon. The defendant joined with others to put Seattle police officers at risk. It is wholly appropriate that he spend time in prison as a consequence of his criminal acts. Totally agreed. Totally agreed. But I think a lot more people should be in prison too. How about those knuckleheads down in Portland? If we would have thrown half of those guys in jail a year ago, just lock them up. Lock them up. How do you think that would have gone? Yeah, there would have been fewer nights of the peaceful protesting, wouldn't there? Because there just wouldn't have been the manpower to have that happen. But we coddled them like kindergartners having a breakdown. And it's okay. Your peaceful protesting is much appreciated. You guys keep going. That literally happened to Portland for how many hundred 120, 150 nights in a row, it kind of depends on who you ask and, you know, what you consider a, uh, you know, they're protesting. But it was a lot. It was, a, you know, it was, it was enough for the United States as a whole to kind of go, what's going on in upper left USA, spe specifically in Portland? What is happening there? Those guys are out of control. And they were. But now we're finally at that point where we're throwing some of these jokesters in, in prison. Good. It's about time, right? According to records filed in the case, David Pitts had arrived in Seattle from Alaska just three days before the arson. After marching with the group of protesters in downtown Seattle, David Pitts is seen on surveillance video piling up trash against the Sally Port door at the Seattle Police East Precinct. Over an 11-minute period, the surveillance video captures David Pitts not only piling up the trash, but repeatedly lighting it on fire and feeding the flames with more trash. Because nothing says advancement of whatever your story is, whatever your narrative is, nothing says advancement of that than lighting trash on fire. It just, it, it, it's shocking to me that this is what you come up with. All right, I'm going to do some peaceful protesting. Hey, is that a is that a dumpster over there? God, there's a police station. What could I what could I do here? I'm gonna roll this dumpster over, and then we start setting stuff on fire. Absolutely mind-blowingly dumb. They don't think there's gonna be security cameras. I mean, is this really what we're, this is literally really what was going on. While David Pitts was lighting the fire, other people who appeared in the surveillance were attempting to use crowbars and cement-like materials to try to disable the door next to the sally port to prevent officers from exiting the building. At various times, David Pitts was communicating with the black-clad individuals who were attempting to disable the door and light other fires around the building. I remember doing a podcast on this. They were using quickrete to close the door, to concrete the door shut. What they didn't realize is that even though it's quickrete, which is a fast acting uh, concrete, it still needs some time to set up. And if you move it during said time to set up, it's not like... Um, uh, I want to say silly putty, but that is not the right word at all. It's not like it's not like crazy glue, where you know you can stick your fingers together and they just stick, and you're like, oh man, I'm glad that wasn't like my tongue to my arm or something because it'd be stuck. 
you know, and you, you kind of you do that thing with your fingers, you're like, Oh, I'm gonna probably take off some skin here. And this is going to hurt a little bit. But at least it isn't anything else in my body that I stuck to, you know, some other body part. And you're like, Ah, that kind of hurts. So my thought is they're using quick read thinking it's going to act the same way as crazy glue. But it takes it still takes a while to set up and you just got to let it sit. A violent riot is not where you want to be using quick read. Right? I mean, we all know that. And that's, I mean, absolutely crazy, right? I mean, it's just like, you, you're doing what you you're setting it. Did you, did you mix it up? Right? Did you use a one to one water to mix ratio? You didn't? Oh, or you did? Oh, but you're expecting it to set in 30 seconds? Well, it's probably not going to happen. You'd best uh, attend to your dumpster and your accelerant and your lighter because you're, you're just going to need to work on that skill set because your concrete setting skills, horrible, terrible. You get a D minus. The only thing you get credit for is bringing said quickrete to the uh, violent riot. Despite efforts to disable the door, officers were able to get outside and extinguish the flames. David Pitts was seen on surveillance working with the others to cut through a chain link fence that was a barrier around the building. So that, I mean, that's, this is literally why we had a barrier around our police department because of knuckleheads doing this kind of stuff. I mean, it's just, it's shocking, isn't it? All the fires were extinguished by the Seattle police officers and members of the Seattle fire department. And people wonder why cops don't want to be cops. Is it any wonder they're, they're having their workspace set on fire and then they're trying to, you know, the, these goofballs are trying to quick read them in, close the door, seal it off. So they'll burn up inside. So imagine that at your workforce, what would you do? What if your boss did nothing? And let's say the boss is, call it the mayor. What if your boss just, you know, somebody tried to set your workplace on fire and then tried to trap you inside. And then your boss is kind of like, ah, well, you know, ah, uh. and that's literally all they said. Maybe they threw out a, yeah, we shouldn't have that happening. That's, that's not good. Oof, wow. That is not good. That's almost literally how all of this went down, right? I am shocked that they actually got this guy and they prosecuted him. But this is one of the few instances where they did get somebody and actually charge him and then sentence him. Because I've read most of those stories, and there's really only a handful, right? So the vast majority of all, you know, all the helpers this guy had, I mean, this guy just got caught, because again, he was a knucklehead. And knuckleheads get caught, right? So David Pitts was identified less than an hour later in the crowd outside the precinct because of the, uh, <laughs> this is funny. Let me read this again. David Pitts was identified less than an hour later in the crowd outside the precinct because of the distinctive pink camouflage trousers he was wearing. He was arrested without incident. Again, what are you thinking when you dress yourself that day? All right, I want to be fashionable. I want to make a fashion statement. I want others to notice me. Wait a minute, I'm going to a protest. I'm going to do some whack job stuff at said protest. All right, well, 
I, I guess I'll still go with the pink camouflage trousers because nothing says, yeah, here's my cause and I stand behind it, behind it, like lighting stuff on fire while wearing pink camouflage trousers. That makes a statement that hmm, I got to got to look at that. I mean, that guy's got some, he's got it going on, right? David Pitts has agreed to pay restitution in the Seattle Police Department for damage to the building. Well, he should. I mean, that's how this goes. You damage something, you pay for it. The case was investigated by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives, the ATVF and the Seattle Police Department. The case was prosecuted by Assistant United States Attorney, Todd Greenberg. So this is one that's kind of so bad that you just can't let it go. But there's so many cases that you're like, I wonder what happened to that one? What happened? Because I mean, there's just so many crazy stories that came out of this time period. But I'm glad I'm, I'm glad we put a couple of guys behind bars. Will they get out and with good behavior? I mean, according to these guys, they probably won't get it out and good for good behavior. Because these, these aren't the kind of guys who are going to have good behavior behind bars, are they? They're not going to be hunkered down in their cell, just, you know, maybe getting a GED or maybe getting a college degree or, you know, or something. No, I don't think so. These guys, you know, based on their actions here, pink camo pants, some domestic violence, bunch of other stuff. Maybe they can turn the corner. I don't know. But I'm glad at least these guys, they're getting some time. And the message is being sent, even if it's a very small message, hey, you're probably not going to get away with this stuff. But for the vast majority of people, I have video of the quote unquote, peaceful protesters at Bellevue Square, just in mob style, you know, smashing out windows, going into Bellevue Square. I've got video of that. And, you know, it's, it's literally just it's the mob rules. So yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of getting some, we're getting some closure here to some of this stuff. But it's not enough. I mean, this doesn't really help all the small businesses that have been just rocked across the United States doesn't really help them out. Putting people in jail doesn't bring back their you know, their uh, interrupted business cycles, their broken windows, the looting that happened doesn't bring that all back. You might say, well, yeah, but there was, you know, there's, they, they have insurance. All right, great. So they claim insurance, their insurance skyrockets. They're in an area where this goes on. They might not have insurance, all of this stuff, totally unacceptable, but we got a couple of convictions here. So that's why we talked about them. Peaceful protesting. Hmm. Five years in prison. You know, it's kind of where we're at, right? So I'm glad to see at least a little bit of justice was carried out. It's not enough. It's not nearly enough. Most of the victims of the peaceful protesting, um, they're just going to take it and live with it and go, God, that was terrible. And, and we wonder why the police are, you know, retiring and quitting in record numbers. I, I can't imagine why. Can't imagine why. All right, that's it for me on this one. Thanks so much for being here for this episode of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I will catch up with you soon. Until then, stay safe. I'll see you then. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out. 